Hey, what's up, guys? Day six, and I just recorded this episode, but the audio went bad, and I have to do it again. So maybe it'll be a little quicker this time, um, but I apologize for that. I'm trying to get this all sorted out. So anyways, uh, yesterday we decided that we were going to build a Rails app to test and kind of like explore ideas in before we dive really deep into like rewriting this gem. So I've created a Rails app called Calendar um, and I've generated a scaffold for a meeting model. And the meeting model has a name, has a start time and an end time. Um, the end time is kind of optional, but it's one of those features I'd like to support as we go forward. So we're gonna take a look at that and add that into our application and see what we can do. So here's our calendar app. I've got um, one item added into the calendar called holiday for July 4th, holiday in the US. Um, and we've got a start time and end time for that. And we're just gonna try building a calendar from scratch. So inside this code here, I'm gonna open up the meetings, index HTML, and we're just gonna build a table in here for the, cal uh, the calendar. The table makes the most sense for a calendar because um, it doesn't require any CSS to make it look generally like a calendar. Obviously, in almost all cases for calendars, you're gonna want to use CSS for it. But in this case, um, the CSS isn't required because we're using a table. Um, the days get kind of evenly distributed and all of that. Whereas if you were to do this with like CSS and Flexbox and maybe divs, it wouldn't look nice without some required CSS, and I don't want to enforce that. I want you to be able to completely flexibly do this. Um, and I want it to be simple. Simple is key here. So let's talk about building a calendar. Now, if you're to build a calendar, you're gonna need a table. You're gonna need a header um, for the days of the week, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then you're gonna need a body for uh, the rest. So this is the days, the actual days in the calendar. And the T hat is gonna need one row and it's gonna have a bunch of um, THs, which is like a header tag. And it's a header um, because it's going to have like Sunday in there. And then you're gonna have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You'll close this TR, close the T head, uh, which I've already done. And then you'll have your T body, which will be a TR for every row of the calendar. So in this case, let's do a month calendar and we'll have TDs in here for every single day of the month. Um, we'll need to split for, we'll need to obviously like take this array and split it up for each week so we can generate the TR tags accordingly. But we, in order to to actually build this dynamically, we're going to need to make a list of days. So we're gonna need a, an idea of like a date range. And a date range is gonna be like this thing that's like the array from the first day of the month to the last day of the month. We can do that pretty easily actually. I'm gonna wrap this in parentheses for syntax like clarity. Um, but if we start with today, and if you look at the calendar here, uh, it's June 29th. So we go to the beginning of month. This is a helper that Rails will give you to jump to the beginning of the month. So it'll be June 1st. 
If you use the dot dot range syntax from Ruby, you can take date dot today and then go to the end of the month. And this will generate an array or um, it will ge generate a range in, which is lazy, so it's not actually an array. Um, it will be able to generate an array for us. We have to force it to an array here at the end to actually make an array. But what it does is says, let's make an array of dates from this to this, which will be the full month, which is awesome. And you might have noticed here that we're already duplicating this date dot today. And if we were to give that uh, a name like start date, we could see some interesting functionality start to come into play. So we actually change this with start date. Then you have a starting date for the calendar. And actually, if you made this May 5th, then it would say May 5th. Well, what's the beginning of that month for that day? For May 5th, then it would be May 1st. And then what's the end of the month from May 5th? It'd be the end of May. And actually, this makes it dynamic so that we can use start date to determine which view of the calendar to use. So we could actually make this a params like start date and then default to date.today at the end. And that would allow us to say anything in the URL called start date, if we parse that into a date, then we could use that as a start date. And that allows us to build those previous and next links at the top of the calendar. So you can go to the previous month and the next month. So we could just refactor this a little bit so it's clear. We could do a fetch, which allows you to set a default, and then we could cast it to a date. So we can make sure we always have a date. Um, and this allows us to have a date range. Now we have the list of June 1st to the end of June, um, which is the 30th, and we can start splitting that up into weeks. So this is cool. We can have like a, a date range Let's actually print this out. Let's do date range dot each slice seven do week. And then I'll put a div and we'll just print out the week array. And what you'll notice here is that if we do this each slice, this is a Ruby method that takes an array and splits it up into many arrays with a certain length. So in this case, we have each slice of seven, so that it will be every seven days. And if we refresh our page, we'll see that. So you get Monday through the 7th, 8th through the 14th, 15th through the 21st, and so on. And this is our all of our month of June. But we've got Monday as the beginning of the week. In the US, it's actually Sunday as the beginning of the week. And if we jump into our application.rb, we can set the config.beginningofweek to Sunday. Um, and I've already set this. So all we need to do, I believe, is restart our Rails server. Um, but I could be wrong. That might have not saved properly. Um, because I had some trouble with this code before. So let's take a look at this again. Beginning of week is Sunday. That seems right. That should be fine. You know, watch me debug for a little bit. Um, and maybe we'll just kind of like ignore this for now. We have the beginning of the week. 
let me try Rails server one more time. Um, and if this doesn't work, that's totally fine too. Um, yeah, that didn't work and I'm not quite sure. So, oh, actually, um, that's exact. This wasn't working because we're not looking at the beginning of the week. We're actually just starting from the first day of the month. The day of the month happens to be a Monday. Um, and what you'll notice here is that this wouldn't generate an actual proper calendar because this is a Monday and it just happens to be that we lucked out there. So if we actually change this to like March, March 1st is on a Sunday, but if we do this with like a uh, April, the beginning of the week is not on a Wednesday and we actually need to adjust our date range to start at the beginning of week, which is another helper that Rails provides you. And here we can do end of week. And this will always make a square calendar because it will always give you the beginning and the ends of the weeks on the first and last weeks. So this allows you to generate the full square calendar as you would expect. Before we weren't doing that and that was causing just the days of that month to show up. So we could pad those normally, um, but I like the idea of showing a couple days of the past month. And what I showed you briefly there was config.beginningofweek, and by default it's a Monday, but you can configure this uh, globally like I've done here in Application RB, or each user could have their own option, and you could set the date.beginningofweek variable before the page uh, loads or something. Like you could put that in a before action to configure that if you wanted to. So now we have these arrays for every week. And if you've noticed this actually, the start date parameter that we created based on the params fetch is allowing us to go back and, and change which month we're looking at, which is super cool. We've already built a dynamic calendar. We just need to link it up. And we did that in just a few minutes, which is so exciting. So here we can take this each week slice and move it into the T body. And so for every one of these, we can go through the week and grab each day out. And here we can do a TD and I'm just gonna print out the day. And if we wrap all that up, we can save it and we're gonna get a table now with all of the days of the month. So we get March 1st all the way through April 4th. If we go to, um, to April, we get March 29th all the way through May 2nd, which is super cool. We can remove this parameter from the URL and it will default to the current month and all of that jazz, which is really neat. So the only thing left is to correct these headers so that we show the correct ones. And we need to just do that by saying, let's take this first slice. Let's just grab the first slice of the range. And instead of doing each slice, we're going to say slice and we're gonna start at item zero and we're gonna go up to the seventh one. And then for each of these, we can take the day. And this is a piece of code that I'm gonna steal from the existing one, um, but we're gonna make this localized so that if your user is in a different language, it will automatically default to using the correct 
um, localized title there. So here, if we grab i, if we search for i18n, um, we can grab this piece of code and place that in there. And I'm going to remove this option here. So what this is going to do is look up inside your config locales directory the translation for um, these items. So we're going to say that there's a date dot abbreviated day names translation. And we're going to look it up and we're going to grab the correct one for the day of the week. And if you're to look this up, you can just look up abbreviated day names rails. And you'll find a lot of people already talking about this because it's pretty common. Um, and we definitely want our gem out of the box to support translations. So if you were to do this with uh, German, for example, you could just say DE date, abbreviated day names, and then list out those items. And then um, the code that I've shown you there will help you with the translation. And so that should automatically work as long as the user's got the translation set up appropriately. This already ships with Rails by default for English, so you don't have to worry about it. And when we refresh the page, uh, we get an error because I have the wrong variable name or change the name. Now we can refresh it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And you can also remove abbreviated there at the beginning and get the full day names, which is super cool. And that's why I had the option in before because you might not always want the abbreviated ones. You might want something totally different and it should be configurable. So. Uh, we'll want to think about how we make this configurable in the future as well. But with all that said, we've created a functional calendar, a functional month calendar in a super short amount of time, which is awesome. And yeah, that's it. I mean, we're, we're basically done. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to leave that here for today. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at this and make maybe a two-week calendar maybe a four-day agenda calendar. I'm not sure. We'll try with different uh, views, and then we'll see how the code should be changed for each of those. At the heart of it, this is really all we're doing, and this is super-duper cool. So uh, we made a lot of progress. Hope that all made sense. This is my second time recording it, so I'm kind of jumbled. And uh, yeah, ask any questions you have in the comments. Be sure to like the episode. Um, so that other people can know you enjoyed it and I can know you enjoyed it and that you want to see more. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.